0: Good morning, good morning everyone, hello, I hope you're all well, a little bit later this morning, but uh, as they say, better late than never, hopefully you're all well wherever you are, good to see a bunch of you guys jumping on, Allison and Jeff, Hardick, Graham, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, folks, wherever you are, if you're new, Jason Whitten's my name down there, been property investing over 20 years, 22 years actually. Coaching property investors, maybe just like you, over 18, uh, across Australia and New Zealand along the way. Paid attention, learned a few things, and each morning we get together. We have a Wealth Coffee chat, nice little coffee, homemade, uh, and uh, talk about the world of real estate investing. So uh, if you're new, let us know. Give us a shout-out in the chat. Say hello. Hello, hello. Thought I'd talk today about the supply the supply of real estate, and uh, we've chatted sort of on and off about this for a, a little while, um, and the supply of residential real estate in Australia, uh, even um, industrial real estate. We talked about that the other week, a little bit tighter when it comes to its supply chain as well. It's gone up quite significantly in value. Um, some industrial um, logistics real estate in Australia, that's been a, a, a crazy boom on, in, in that world. Hey, good morning, Michelle. Uh, and the, resi- the residential real estate world has had a bit of a run of it too. Um, it's had a good time of value increases, well overdue, well overdue significantly, probably, you know, maybe five to eight years in some parts. Um, and other parts, you know, hadn't seen something for, you know, maybe since 2012, 13. So, you know, uh, we always have a bit of a conversation uh, about how long-term property investing is. You guys know there's a couple of sayings around here, buy well, never sell. That is the concept, the idea, and this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It's going to take some time, folks. If you're new and you're here for a get-rich-quick scheme, move on. Go try something else because property is not that. Property is a great place, a foundational place um, to store your wealth with quite a lot of benefits, long, medium to long term, and even short term, if you get it right, some tax deduction, some cash flow, but long term storage um, will outperform will outperform inflation, often a lot more, and give you some extra value in return. But we're not talking about that today. Today, we're going to talk about the supply chain in Australia and. Just wanted to maybe uh touch base see if this is working right now, yes, um having a look at what's going on in the market and, and I'm pretty sure we've touched base on these supply uh charts before, but I wanted to sort of circle around today and have another little yarn about it because you know there's some rhetoric about uh you know what's the future hold for us and next year twenty twenty two what's going to hold for us as property investors and supply certainly uh dominates some of those conversations at the moment. uh the other day we chatted about this, which is the the housing market brought on artificially into the first home buyer upgrader um new construction world and uh that you know that was a significant increase in new construction uh homes. Which has put some significant problems into the supply chain. Many of you guys might know this already. Prices, the cost of building a property has gone up. The underlying conversation, though, um, which is the one uh, I want to talk about today, because this this is difficult to um, uh, that's difficult to resupply. The housing market is going to be significantly tight supply for uh, quite a long time. Uh, And also the apartment and townhouse market is going to struggle as well for a few reasons, but we're going to talk about that today. But, you know, the underlying one, if you look here, from probably a peak of sort of 215, 216, multi-density dwellings in Australia have significantly declined to to probably about one-third, if you look at this, if you sort of divide that into... One third, so fallen, call it sixty-six percent in supply metrics, uh since two thousand and fifteen and sixteen. And um, you know, this is an interesting conversation because the house market has had uh, an an amazing run when it comes to our values and, and prices. Uh and uh the apartment market while in certain circumstances has done well, hasn't really felt the effects of that space at this point in time. If we have a look at the supply chain when it comes to the world of rental increases as well, right, if you have a look at this, double digits literally in every state of Australia, you know, even Adelaide's up sort of 9%, double digits in house rental bounces, okay? Look at look at Brisbane, 14% and Hobart. Brisbane and Hobart in-house rentals up significantly. If you haven't redone your rents recently, folks, make sure you get onto that. But the one that that um, I've been chatting about recently, the one to watch is this one, this one here, Melbourne. Melbourne has been um, given a real touch-up. Many of you guys know we've chatted about this, COVID, whatever, right, and the lockdowns. So it's been compressed. Rents have been compressed. Rents in units have Made a small retraction in some places, uh, and um, you know the supply chain uh, in Melbourne is pretty pretty nasty. Um, let's have a look at the supply chain next year in Melbourne. This is a city of um, is it six million people? Can can someone check? I, I've just had a mental blank actually this morning. I should have checked before I jumped on. Is it six million or five million? Anyway, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it's six million. But let's um, Victoria. Let's say, but. You know, you have a look at the supply chain, folks. You know, we had, again, uh, another another kind of peak in kind of, you know, we had that peak, that general peak across the country, sort of 215, 216, 5 million. There you go. Thanks, Alison. Uh, 5 million people. Um, and, again, we've had significant multi-density um, reductions. And uh, if you look at what's, uh, what's coming, what's locked in, you know, um, in Melbourne, it's it's pretty sad when it comes to, you know, the past decade, you know, uh, it was lower come 2011, 2012. Um, and if you have a look at sort of capital growth stats back in those days when it sort of prior to here, you know, you can have a little look at what some of the future might hold for us as um, as property investors. But look at this. We're on track 4 and these coloured ones are you know possible more likely maybe deferred etc. They're not they're not um done and dusted yet. Um if you if you um uh if you understand that this is already under construction the the dark grey so we don't have a lot of supply folks coming into that market. Let's have a look at Brisbane and Brisbane's a disaster. Check out that from a supply point of view. Um, when we look at, you know, multi-density supply um, in the pipeline for uh, 2022, oh my lordy, you know, um, it's like 2,000 and, you know, over a city over 2 million people. So, you know, it's an interesting conversation when we have a look at this supply conversation. And I want, I want you guys to stick with it today because it's a little bit sort of all over the place, but it's going to come to where we need it to come to. Property prices have risen significantly, mostly led by house prices. Uh, good quality apartments. We have a residential real estate agency in Brisbane. Um, good quality apartments overlooking the river, city views, well located, have risen significantly as well um, in resale uh, resale terms of recent times. So you know we're looking at uh, what does next year and the year after look like? Where's their room? Where's the room in the market, folks? Where's the room in the market for uh, property prices to expand? Uh, and where's the room in the market for rents to expand, okay, um, from, uh, from a base um, that we might want to be invested in and have a bit of a look at? Because uh, one little thing right now, many of you guys have seen us do this before, the, the concept of proximity for profit, right, the proximity for profit, the proximity to something. Now, it's not always the CBD. It can be other business centres. You know, in Sydney, you've got, you know, um, employment nodes. You know, you've literally got from Newcastle to, you know, Sutherland to Parramatta to the CBD. There's different um, proximity locations, but the distance from, a location that you want for the budget. Two things have happened: the budgets increased. We used to talk about 500k. Now we're talking really, um, uh, in the world of you know good position of buying, you know, six fifty to seven fifty right now. That's what we're doing. So the so the average dollar's gone up. And if you want to try and buy between sort of five and ten k from the the let's say the CBD um, at the moment. Then, you know, obviously you're buying an apartment. Townhouses are sort of 20 to 30K away. Um, And then the house market, you know, is kind of like 35 to 45K away depending on where you are, okay, depending on the price point. Now, this is your budget, right? So you set your budget, you've got a borrowing power and then you sort of distance from the city. So for me, the question is this, we're starting to have this question, right? This is the point of today's conversation. If you've got six fifty to seven fifty buying, do you trek fifty, you know, eighty k from this, from the CBD or infrastructure? Okay, do you trek that far to buy a house, which arguably the house pricing um, in in most locations has you know gone up significantly? It's the one that's gone up the most. Question, or do you? Uh, change the type of property and consider a townhouse or the right apartment for the same money, the same budget, 750, and the distance and the location that you can purchase, you know, might be 6k to the C B D. It'll rent for the same. Matter of fact, it'll probably rent a bit more. The net result will probably be around the same amount, but your location will be better. Uh, And where is that playing out? Um, where is that sort of like wow this is the the difference is is pretty significant that's my question right now it doesn't mean um you should give up on a house there's great purchasing in the right cities for housing as well uh where's the value what are we looking at where's the space for growth um as you go yeah and yeah it, it is a balancing act Nigel um as you go now my preference Nigel is if you can do a two-bedroom, um, two two-bedroom, two-bathroom, um, closer to the right infrastructure, th- That's we've seen that play out a lot better um, uh, over, over time. And certainly, Michelle is correct. The, the quality over the quantity um, as we're looking at what we're doing. So it's budget-driven. Like, I mean, you guys know this. It's budget-driven. You know, you've got a certain buying power, and it's driving your ability to purchase. Um, and the other conversation is this. So if you want to get closer to the city, I I believe um, places like Brisbane and Melbourne, it won't be long, maybe a decade, maybe less, maybe five years, you won't be able to purchase under a million bucks and under, you know, 10K from the CBD of those places in a good building or a good location, right? Um it's going that way. You, you you just have a look at Sydney. They have a look at our biggest city. And you go and try and buy, you know, anything under a million bucks um, as we go, you know, Melbourne, Melbourne's as big. Melbourne's as big as Sydney. The house market, you know, within the ten K radius of Melbourne's bolted, right? No, you you're not gonna go and buy a four million dollar house to get a one point five percent rental yield. That that doesn't make sense. But but you will and you should, and many of us are, if you haven't already, purchasing, you know, a good quality apartment, eight K from the C B D of Melbourne, two bedroom, eighty-five square meter, two car garage, two bathroom, two bedroom, you know, uh because that thing that thing's, you know, significantly undersupplied and well positioned. Okay? So it's about positional buying, folks. It's about positional buying. We talk about this proximity for profit, which gives you proc, uh, positional buying, and, it, and at some point you won't be able to buy that position for that money. Okay, we, We've talked about this for a long time, and this is now playing out in places like Brisbane. It's playing out within the 20K radius uh, of Brisbane, You cannot buy a house under 650 brand new now. Now, there's some second-hand ones there floating around, but arguably some of those locations uh, have not the right tenancy nor the right infrastructure uh, for the future. Uh, But, you know, that's that's where we sit. But if you have a look at this right now, have a conversation in here to purchase, um, to service a mortgage on an average apartment at the moment is uh, it's a terrible line but it's around about um, it's almost the lowest it's been for you know for a long long time there's a little dip here it's probably around there and then you have a look at a house even even though the house prices have still gone up it's not a it's not as expensive as a percentage of the mortgage as it was to service the average house price in 2008 and 2009 because the interest rates were so high so but we have this gap team of, of value and, um, you know, the the distance between renting a house now and renting a apartment is pretty significant as well. So for me, when we stack all these things together, there's some information there for us to go, all right, well, you know, what are we thinking about when we're purchasing? Our next purchase might be, you know, what is... The rare piece of real estate right now in the supply chain in the marketplace within my budget that I can um, um uh yeah have a look at and you're dead right michelle it's it's never black and white this stuff right uh and it might be you know let's say brisbane is is a great market let's say let's say Brisbane's the market, but if you've got three properties in brisbane already um then the you're over-investing in one location, right? So even though Brisbane's great at the moment, maybe someday it won't be and you want to be diversified. Maybe maybe Newcastle, maybe Canberra, maybe uh, Melbourne, maybe those other marketplaces are smart for you to diversify because diversification in location certainly for um, land tax and other expenses into the future need to be considered, all right, so um, as we go along. We did the math the other day. If you have an apartment, go up a million dollars, um, and then you have a house, go up a million dollars. Your land tax bill uh, on a house um, is, uh, is significantly more than the capital gains and income gain on a, an apartment. So some of those things are important to understand. Wollongong, Bob. Yeah, Wollongong, Newcastle. Some of those feeder cities, there's other feeder cities like Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast, they, they've bolted a little bit too, you know. Um, places like Toowoomba and Ipswich in 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 uh, in Brisbane, you know, places like Bendigo and Geelong, and 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 uh, uh, yeah, yeah, your rates doubled this year, Michelle. See, and that's the thing. It's it's a it's it's not black and white, Michelle. I think you nailed it right there. None of this is black and white. If someone says, "Oh, houses are better," like they don't know what they're talking about. They're, they're inexperienced and they don't know how to have a conversation across the whole gamut because there are things to consider um, as we go. So, um, so there you go, yeah. Um, anyway, hopefully that makes sense. Like, like really at the end of the day, the, 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 the culmination of the conversation today is this, folks, that we've got a, a severe supply issue. Uh, it's extreme in all asset classes right now which one has the the bigger gap opportunity and distance in rent and pricing that that's the apartment space right now um, and can we find the right apartment space let's say in Melbourne or Brisbane to capitalize on that now that doesn't mean you don't buy a house if you're in for a house what I'm saying is um, if your budget constricted my preference is to stay closer to infrastructure rather than trek a million miles away. That's my preference. But again, doesn't mean that that is the only way to do things, just something to consider with a chat and a conversation this morning. So there you go, team. One thing I love is this. Have a look at the rental pressure, the rental pressure on the rent market, and that's not going to stop uh, or slow down. So I've said this a few times. If you haven't put your rents up in recent times, make sure you go and do. Have a little look at it um and uh keep an eye on your property portfolio all right that's it wealth coffee chat done and dusted um yeah i mean alison's got a got a good point there the distance of people you know um um yeah not having to travel mindset there's a few things to consider and i think the future a lot of younger people like the idea of uh, amenities uh and lifestyle over pieces of dirt with lawnmowers and being miles away from the city. That, you know, that's pretty normal. That The whole world's transformed over years with that. It's not only Australia. That's happened in every major city in the world. So um, have a think about that. Have a look at what that means and uh, get your position purchased um, for you as a property investor. All right, gang, that's it. I'm done. I'm dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat for Tuesday the 14th of December. Over and out. Tomorrow. Ladies and gents, folks, tomorrow's going to be my last one for the year. Last one, so don't miss it. Do not miss it. There you go. Don't miss it. Tomorrow, the last one. You guys uh, you guys, make sure you pop along. All right. Well, um, anyway, just rabbiting on now. Have a good one, folks. That's it. Dumb and dusted. Join me tomorrow around about the same time. I might even wear a Santa hat. No, I won't. <laughs> I might see if I can get some special effects on my live stream. All right. There you go. See you, folks. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, Alison, maybe, maybe. You never know. All right, see ya. Bye. Have a good one.